As New South Wales recorded its highest case numbers of the current outbreak yesterday with 172 people testing positive to COVID-19, 60 while in the community uh, being infectious. The Premier is expected today to announce a four-week extension to the current stay-at-home orders. So Sydney, effectively our largest city in the country, another month of lockdown. Construction is expected to return. However, those from hotspot local government areas are also being told that they're not allowed back on a building site. Singles bubbles are on the cards, reportedly. And also a possible return to school for Year 12 students, perhaps with daily rapid testing. When's it all going to end? Brian Park, Shadow Health Minister. Good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Marcus. All right. Now, this news obviously has been leaked last night. Uh, I don't like the way it works because it leaves so many unanswered questions. We're already dealing with people within our community who are, you know, anxious, uh, feeling that, you know, they're a little helpless. There's not as much economic support as there should be. And yet, before the Premier or any of her ministers make an, a formal announcement, we've got all this news in the press. And uh, what's true, what's not, who knows? Yeah, look, I think that can be very frustrating. People have got to remember, and the government's got to remember, that this is people's lives and livelihoods. And they are really, really anxious. I know in my own community now, Marcus, I've been in this job for over 10 years. I've never seen a more anxious, a more scared, a more concerned and worried community than what I have now. And government has to respect that. We need clear, consistent messages, not media leaks. That's not the way we should be operating in a pandemic. Yeah, look, I agree. Um, and, you know, if I'd love to get the Premier or the Health Minister on the program this morning, but we're told, uh, last time I tried to speak to Brad Hazard's office, I was told, oh, no, he'll, he'll make an announcement at 11 o'clock this morning. Well, then don't leak. Don't, you know, give all the information and leave everybody else to fill in the blanks to your favourite media organisations. You're right, it's not the way to operate. There are far too many unanswered questions this morning, apart from the fact that the headlines scream, is that all you've got? A building amber light and a singles bubble as New South Wales suffers in isolation. It just adds to the alarmism. Yeah, and it's really concerning. I'm sure you know from your listeners, people at the moment, have lost businesses. They've had businesses shut, Marcus. They've lost hours. They are very, very worried about their future. Young people are concerned what this means for them. People, the degree of anxiety amongst the community is very, very high. People are challenged. People have been having difficulties with their own mental health. What we need is consistent, clear, concise information from government at the moment. Right? That's, that has to be the focus. At least that provides some stability and some clarity for people and people know what they've got to do to operate within that. All right, let's go by what we do know and what is being reported. Uh, 172 cases yesterday, the highest of the outbreak, 60 infectious while in the community. It's led to uh, an extension of this lockdown for a further four weeks. The government is apparently also considering using rapid antigen testing on Year 12 students to get them back into the classroom, and they're considering a similar rapid testing regime for essential workers. These words, like considering, it's believed, you know, all this sort of stuff is not the way to operate during a so-called quote-unquote national emergency. Four days ago, the Premier, Gladys Berejiklian, declared that the state was in a quote-unquote national emergency. Uh, what's going on here? 
I don't understand. If, it, if it's such a national emergency, then why didn't she um, put out a press release last night? Why did she not uh, speak to the media last night uh, and perhaps settle some of these questions once and for all? Instead, we've got hundreds of millions of people in the city of Sydney now waiting till 11 o'clock this morning to find out what the truth is. Yeah, and it's a real concern. As soon as these reports broke last night, obviously my phone lit up, um, contact through social media and things. You're trying to respond to people. You're trying not to give people false information to markets. That's really important for someone like me and other politicians and leaders in their community. You're trying to do the right thing and direct people to sources that are accurate, particularly uh, at the moment when there's a whole lot of information going around. And we certainly hope the government makes sure going forward, particularly over the next four weeks, that uh, they're the ones providing accurate information and people aren't left to be lingering, nervous and anxious, waiting to hear that information because that adds to, to be honest, the mental stress that many people are already under at the moment. Absolutely. My um, my phone lines have lit up this morning. I've had everybody from uh, small business owners tradies and even an old lady in the last half an hour on the phone in tears wondering what the hell is going on. Yeah, that's right, Marcus. I had um, tradies overnight uh, continue to try and uh, find out information. I was trying to delve into what what the information they were after, trying to see if I could source the information um, from New South Wales Health. And this is the challenge. Um, This is not about media management. This is actually about communicating accurate information as soon as we know it to the people impacted and affected and making sure that that information is available in multicultural different um, organisations, right across languages, right across different religious leaders to ensure that wherever people get their information from, whatever sources they use, it's consistent, accurate and reliable coming from government. Can I ask a question? Why is it that your mob, Labor, in New South Wales are the only one putting out all of the vital health information through your MPs in different languages? Uh, Why is it being left up to the opposition to fill the blank spaces here? Yeah, well, that is an interesting point. Chris Minns has taken what I think is a very clever approach, which is trying to be proactive and trying to support the community at this time, not politic, not penny pinch, not get out there and bicker, actually try and do some practical things and making sure that communities, particularly those where English is not their first language, uh, were informed was something that was really, really important to Chris and the entire Labor team. And it was really, really pleasing to see so many of my colleagues, particularly those around southwest and western Sydney, uh, get out there making sure that their communities know it. They could have easily sat by and nitpicked and criticised the government, but Chris didn't do that. Um, The entire Labor team didn't do that. And I think the government has to recognise that going forward, that we want to be in this together. This is a community issue. We're willing to work with the government. We've demonstrated that. But the government has to be willing to bring other people in at times, Marcus, and not not just simply discreetly send out information the way they'd like it to be sent out. Yeah, well, I'm annoyed by it this morning. I really am. And I'm sick to death to be honest, the way that uh, the... I'm I'm sorry to single them out, but I will because somebody needs to call them out. This is far more important uh, than politics. But I'm sorry, Premier, but your office, your media department and the way you get information out to the people of Sydney, in particular the largest jurisdiction in this country, you need to improve 
the flow of information. Leaks to the media only leads to increased um, anxiety, increased mental health issues in the city. That's all it's doing. So what I'm suggesting is from now on, rather than leaking to your favourite bloody media organisations and doing favours and all the rest of it for News Corp or whoever it is, if you're going to um, have a national crisis or cabinet meeting, crisis cabinet meeting, put out a press release so that people like me and other responsible broadcasters can then turn around and say, the Premier has confirmed that. I can't say that this morning. All I can say is things like, it's been reported that, and the newspaper this morning says this, that is not the way that the Premier of New South Wales should be conducting her media uh, uh, announcements or communicating to the people of Sydney. We deserve far better than this rubbish. It will clear, concise and accurate information. That's one of the concerns that people have raised with me for a long time. It's one of the reasons why Chris made sure that we got that information out to various multicultural groups right across southwest and western Sydney because they weren't getting the messages, uh, Marcus. And the reality is we are a diverse community and particularly in southwest and western Sydney, we need to make sure that those communities knew what they needed to do and have been going out there in droves and getting tested. And it's a real credit to those communities, those suburbs, those neighbourhoods, but also those local MPs, to be honest, who have been really good champions for their local communities. Singles bubbles. That's apparently something that's about to be announced this morning. Uh, What do you make of those? Are they important? Yeah, look, I think this is an important issue to have uh, to, to consider. We've got many, many people who, Marcus, this is a very difficult time for them. Um, they're alone, and loneliness is a real challenge. I know as the Shadow Minister for Mental Health, many people, uh, including Lifeline, just recently spoke to me about the challenges of loneliness, and it's an actual issue, and it can be lead to devastating health impacts. We know that. So I think these things are worth considering, given the extension of the lockdown is now going to go for some period of time. All right, mate. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll talk more once uh, the Premier's office get their shit together and actually make an announcement or make some official, uh, whether it's via press release or certainly via a you know a, a media conference that's not held at eleven o'clock today. I'm sorry to make the announcement or to to leak the information. There was no announcement made, of course, to leak the information at eight o'clock last night and then make the city wait until eleven o'clock the next day to find out exactly what's what. You know, fill in the blanks yourself, is alarmist and completely and utterly unprofessional. We in Sydney deserve a damn lot better. Thank you, mate. Thanks a lot, Marcus. If I sound annoyed about it, I am. Because I can't get the Premier on this program. I can't get the Health Minister on this program. They tell us, oh, no, you have to wait till 11 o'clock the next day till we make the official announcement. Well, if that's the case, why is all this rubbish in the newspaper today? Why are the mainstream television networks running an extension of the lockdown as their headline? What's the truth, Premier? Why don't you let the people of Sydney know what's going on?